Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 147 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Thursday, January the 11th. I am the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, and I am here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Hey, everyone. We have a quick hot fix that came out. I wouldn't, maybe not even hot fix, but it's just an update that came out. So, Bungie changed up a couple of things for PvP and uh, some other PvE things that. Uh, I don't think too many people is happy about. And the chronicler himself, Chato Cerro. Uh We definitely are very excited about the lore that came out for the, the quote unquote finale of the season. Um, and uh, our, our, our boy is no longer in his spot in the helm. We'll talk about that a little more later. Praise God. Uh, but as a reminder, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch, thank you. Uh, this would be a good week to start watching, in my opinion. Uh, don't forget, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter, at DestinyCCPod. Send us bungee friend requests so we can play games together. And uh, join the Discord server. We're always looking for stuff to do. So uh, we do have some things to get into, a little bit of a different order this, this week with our topics. But before we get into all of that, let's listen to our intro music that is brought to you by everybody's favorite link who you can find on Twitter at Week of Time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, Link. Awesome job. Thank you. Jared? Yeah, so patch notes came out, and um, get ready for it. There was a bunch of PvP changes. And like most of you are probably listening to us, that's what you're here for, right? It's PvP talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, however, uh, I'm not going too much into it, but basically there's a, every playlist that there's available as they did an update to it, but the main one was checkmate and checkmate was Hank in as I kind of rolled it with time to kill. And Bungie was like, we want to bring other weapons in line with hand cannons because as we've talked about many times, hand cannons will pvp and it is destiny in itself so that's that 140 hang in ttk which is like 0.8 um and they bought everything in line with that now root of nightmares if you're still running that trying to knock out those adept weapons they're now going to be on on a knockout system and you can get those done more efficiently warlord's ruin if you're going for that solo flawless and you get to that final boss that and you're thinking you can jump off of that final stand and make your way back up and being safe and get that kill. It's no longer the case. There's a kill wall now and uh, you have to finish final stand like the, the way it was intended on that, on that tower. Dang. I didn't get my solo flawless in beforehand. Yeah. This makes me Very think upset. I got to do it on a warlock now. Just for the yeah. well, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the survivability of the Titan plus with the ignitions that keep destroying the eyes is is definitely a reason to do Titan still. But the the well is just unbelievable. So oh. Yeah, well wells are good. <laughs> They've been good for a while. Uh, <laughs> so. when did the second come out? Yeah. Oh, God, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, the 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 root of nightmare raid weapons that that's something that I, I would maybe look into just because like forbearance is pretty good, but I'm not yeah. that concerned about it. Well, most um, people I do know that crafting, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that um, kind of at this point, like uh, I know we talked about this uh, this season is going to be our uh, uh, seal team three whenever we go and 
go back and get our seals uh, for yeah. some people that don't have them all completed yet. So maybe we'll pick some up during that stuff. But that's about the only reason. I wouldn't do it just for it, personally. No, I mean, there's lots of things. Like I think I said last uh, last pod, we're going to fire up the divinitizers again and do a bunch of stuff. We got got a lot of months, lots of raids that, that people need stuff in and I need seals in. So I'm more than happy to bring more people along to to also join that adventure. It's going to be a tough but fun time for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Um, I think some of it's going to be annoying, but I don't think any of it will be overly difficult at this point. Um, uh, yeah, I think some of it's going to show like how easy some of the past stuff was compared to now. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, it doesn't need to be hard forever. You know what I mean? So I'm sure. I'm cool with that. I mean, it was hard for a year. Like how much? How much? Uh, how long does it need to? remain difficult before people like kind of freak out about it. Mm, true. All right. Next up peacekeepers. Uh, they got north basically by 50%. Half of the mobility that it gives you with the SMG, half of the readiness speed, half of reload speed, half of AE, all of it, 50% of how good they used to be in PVP. And then Thorn also got a bit of a nerf with its catalyst bonuses. It was giving you 20 range and 10 stability. Uh, now it's going to give you 15 range, 5 stability, and 5 AE. But it still keeps you, its, uh, all of its PVE. I, I saw a lot of people complaining about that, like on the, some of the social media groups and things I'm in. They didn't seem mm. real thrilled, but... It's five range, a, you know, yeah. it's, <laughs> I don't know. You know how people are, the slightest thing goes off and they act like it's the, the biggest thing that's ever happened in the game. <laughs> well, I don't think that there's that many Thorn users. I think that's the only thing to quote unquote bitch about in the, in this latest one. This latest patch, because we haven't had like any communication from Bungie in what uh, over a month now. Like I, it was, article, it was like the mid-teens of December, like December fourteenth, or you know what I mean. Like it was. Yeah. All right, um, that is it for the patch notes of this week. Now, uh, we did get the final seasonal mission and and a cutscene. Of what's going on? Um, we got the last egg for Riven. Uh, we delivered it. We went and made the fifteenth wish, and uh, Riven held up her in the bargain and got us a portal to wherever the witness is inside of the traveler. Um, Chad, so I, go ahead. So the her her wish. She basically gave us like no strings attached, right? That I, I understood that correctly, Chato. Um. Wait, wait, like, what, what? like, like, like the monkey paw thing. Like she didn't like screw us over or whatever. She like, with the wish. Well, we used the wish wall, so there was less of a chance of that happening. But also, since we did help her, she decided to. Yeah, she decided not to shenanigan that one as much as could have been um what she said i think i can't remember which week it was like week five or or, or six where she said she was going to do exactly what she said um in the wish yeah. so that i mean that was good um but it definitely is definitely wild because there's there was lots of dialogue that happened this week um riven talking about what it would have been like had had Mara trusted her and she trusted Mara, they could have been friends. What kind of world would that have been? Um, and she said, well, there's your wish. Crow's there. Mara feels the heartbeat. Everything's all good and, and kosher and wrapped up with a nice little bow and Riven goes back to sleep. 
So it was pretty, pretty neatly tied up for an Ahamkara wish being granted of that scale for sure. Do you feel Did like not it was forced? Like it was like we're going to tie up this loose end. This is what we're going to do. Yep, mm. that that's kind of what I was getting to. Like there were no, everything went too smooth, and I don't know. I think I would have preferred that there we got there be a hiccup. Like, uh, yeah, like we got stabbed in the back a little bit or something unintended happened. Well, or again, I, I, like, like I said earlier, we did, it is a quote unquote finale. I mean, it's as final as you can get. We're still, um, I don't know. I think I said it earlier. I don't know if, um, earlier in the season, if we're going to send crow in and that's the finale and we won't get any update from Osiris until, until the expansion drops. Or if there's going to be a finale where Osiris is like, I did it. Here's the connection. Mm. I'm going to prep Mara. We have one last thing we need you to do. Um, and then and then, we're going to be prepping kind of a thing. Um, so I think because right now Osiris is doing a bunch of research into connecting, making sure the connection between... Uh, Mara and Crow is managed so that we can actually use it for as a bridge. Um, yeah, okay. But I don't know if there's going to be like an extra finale thing where we see what's happening and then um, and then they do it or they wait till like until the final shape drops and then Osiris is like, I've done it and then we just go in. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, like it, it is nice and neat with a bow, but there could be a twist. Yeah, I feel like if we if if we didn't know that, like the story was wrapping up in like six months, I feel like I would expect there to be a twist. But I just have no at this point. Like we we kind of have to wrap stuff up as opposed to being able to do the twists and all that fun stuff. Because let's face it, a, a lot of people's biggest complaint with uh, with Destiny is that like nothing's wrapped up, everything's a loose end, that whole thing. I know I see a lot of complaints about that whenever I like look online and and things like that. Yeah, I see some of that because there's always just purely world building and never. Like we got, we got to keep them playing, right? Yeah, like there's, there's never the big payoff. There's never like the end game, the big end game moment. It's just like building, 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 and then nothing. Like I'm still kind of a little bummed out that because I know that there's not going to be anything like about the nine, likely in the. Uh, in the final shape. So that kind of bums me out. I've always thought they were very interesting. And really the most we got about them was in like the 30th anniversary pack, you know? Yeah. I think that's something they, they want to keep as another storyline. They're not ready to close that one up yet. Yeah, I think that'll be something that can persist into like the, our next solar system or whatever. Like, I'm sure that's kind of their thoughts. But you know, that's fine. You got to have stuff that connects uh, one to two and two to I assume three at some point, whatever they decide to title it. Um, uh, yeah. Bungie's world, we're just living in it, you know? Yeah, that's truth. Um, all right, that's kind of it for the weekly update this week. That's kind of everything that's went on in-game and the, and the talk around it. Uh, next up is... Oh, no, next week we're also getting a twid, finally, so we should be able to... Ooh, yep. Yep, first so, of the um, year. What... <laughs> What do you think? What are you expecting, twid wise, next week? Like a just a, a little baby twid or something substantial? 
a little like update or whatever these like wishes they're going to call them that we're supposed to get in a couple months. Okay. That's right. We are getting a little go fast update style thing, aren't we? Yeah, just like something oh. to do to help bridge the gap a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. While we're going SEAL Team, yeah, I, SEAL Team 3. SEAL Team 3. We need three more so we can be SEAL Team 6, but what do, we, what do you yeah. do? All right, uh, that all takes right. us to the start. Start of it all. Takes us to what? The start of it all. How we all got started. Well, I th- let's let's hit gambling corner first. Oh, okay. While we're going here, I uh, I forgot to type that in there, so that's uh, that's my bad. So, uh, gambling corner, one of my personal favorite uh, segments, one that we've kind of slacked on just due to us uh, not having much time to play together. Um, so the 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 part with gambling corner each season. All three of us start with 10,000 Glimmer. Let's make believe Glimmer. And with this Glimmer, we have to make a bet each week. And um, the winner at the end of the season is the person that has the most Glimmer. So each week we have a winner. Each season, um, at the end of each season, we crown a winner. And if at any point you lose so bad that you become bankrupt and your, your Glimmer bank, your little Glimmer piggy bank becomes empty, less than delete a weapon, uh, kind of like a, a sacrifice of sorts, of a weapon out of your vault, and the other two players get to determine the value of that. So, for example, um, just a just a normal old weapon, like nothing crazy, uh, you know, you're not going to get much value out of that. A weapon that you can no longer acquire, or uh, a weapon with like a high kill count, something like that, that's going to net you more buyback glimmer whenever you come back in, um, whenever you buy back the, the value of the weapon is anywhere from like 1000 to 10,000 glimmer. Um, hasn't happened a lot, but there have been times we have had to, to buy back in and, uh, kind of keeps it interesting. I have a feeling one, maybe two of us will probably have to buy back at some point this season, uh, just because the season's so long. And, uh, I'm sure that we're going to try to, uh, it's going to get a little funky as this goes. So um, this we have a couple outstanding. Uh, we have one for the first person to get the exotic out of Warlord's Ruin. We have um, uh, Crota. I think it was time on Crota whenever we get to run that raid again. Um, sadly, we haven't. I don't think we've been it the entire season yet. Maybe one time. Um, so... What I propose this week is the most, the person that has the most death. So uh, our, our star-crossed legend run, uh, the person that has the most deaths just loses a thousand glimmer. So we have like two or three outstanding, and this will allow us to uh, kind of uh, get something kind of quick. That way we have a winner and everything, and you know it doesn't carry over. So current glimmer count. One second, please. I'm a bad host and don't have this pulled up. Um, Chad has fourteen thousand. I have eight thousand. Jared has eight thousand as well. So um, things they're still kind of tight. Chad's got a little bit of a lead. I don't remember what Chad hit so well on, but um, I'd much rather be in Chad's position than than my position currently. So. Um, do you guys have anything that anything else you wanted to like add or anything as far as uh, um, coming through with uh, like this week? Like, was that enough? You thought a thousand? Yeah, yeah. I think that gambling corner is still tough. I still, and I I also don't remember where I've I won. <laughs> recently to get <laughs> to the point that i'm at what was like a time on warlord's ruin oh that would make sense and then like um i think like maybe kills or something like that okay pretty much chad's chad's just uh he's the best around so uh hopefully one day i'll get to be like chad but 
um, saying that it is time for the ad break. So, as Jared mentioned, how it all got started. So, um, a couple years ago, I was like, hey guys, uh, you guys want to do a podcast about Destiny? And you guys are all like, yeah, that sounds great. And I opened my mouth and said, I'll do all the stuff that, you know, nobody knows how to do uh, in regards to like recording and uploading and editing. And um, honestly, it's kind of all the stuff that I always wanted to learn how to do, but just never had a good reason uh, to do it. <clears throat> they both agree. Chad's, um always was always telling us about the war and everything along the way. And Jared was always talking about point blah, blah, blah buffs and these types of things and i was like these guys are perfect uh been pretty good buds for a while as well so uh i go out and I, I start looking and i'm like i need something that that that's just easy uh for me because i don't know what i'm doing to start with do some google searching and find uh zencaster and zencaster is uh it's been just absolutely a godsend for us in as far as the uh, like podcast thing goes, uh, you get on the website, it's all website-based. Uh, you hop in and uh, you do everything all in one spot. It's kind of like a nice uh, one spot place you can go. And it makes it recording it easy. You get high quality audio, uh, like studio quality audio. And uh, you are able from there to host, they, they actually also host. So you are able to, you don't have to record on one site and host on another site and, and this and that. So um, all that's kind of stopped and taken away. And it just real honestly, it just makes everything easy. It makes you sound great. You sound like you know what you're doing. There's no ums, there's no ahs, all that stuff's removed. It makes my volume the same as Jared's volume, the same as Chad's volume. And it's, it's kind of like an all-in-one, all-in-one stop. So to share with you guys, if you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing, and use our code DestinyCCPod, you'll get uh, 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. That way you guys can have the same easy experiences that we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. So get out there, share your story, and tell us uh, what podcast you start, and that way we can listen to it, because we will, and like I said, the past couple of weeks, we'll probably even shout it out on here as well, you know, so uh, we want everybody to succeed. <clears throat> so whenever we first got this, uh, I sent Chad over to the website, and I was like, Chad, tell me what this looks like whenever you go. So Chad, do you care to share like what they can expect to see? Yeah, so once you go to the link uh, that uh, Ryan just gave you, it'll send you to a pricing matrix. You'll see all of their plans, everything that is involved, uh, all the stuff that you get per per uh, each each pricing and increasing. And then if you keep scrolling down, you'll see a little spot where you can put in the coupon code Destiny CC Pod, and then it'll change the pricing right then and there. No need to put in any credit card information. No need to keep on clicking into new new menus and pretend you're going through with the purchase. It's all very transparent and really easy. So once again, if you go to Zencaster.com, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing, enter the code DESTINYCCPOD, uh, you will get that 30% off <clears throat> your first month plan. Um, also, there is a link in, <coughs> excuse me, in the description of the of like the the podcast on whichever podcast service, like if it's Spotify, iTunes, all that. There's one there. There's also one in the YouTube video, so you can follow that there. Just try to make it easy. Uh, Zencaster.com/slash/pricing code Destiny CC Pod. All right, that takes us to our three likes and dislikes of the week. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first with my like, and that's just going to be completing the seasonal mission. Like, was it fifty-five steps this season? Like that seasonal quest? Yeah, I like yeah, completing that. Yeah, and just getting it out of the way, and it's not staying in your inventory for for ten weeks, waiting for wondering when it's going to complete. That was a good one. 
Um, <clears throat> mine is uh, Warlord's Ruin. I, uh, as I vowed to do, uh, I did use Fire Team Finder and hopped in. I thought, man, this is probably going to be probably going to be a little bit of a nightmare because it's still new-ish. And got in there. I think uh, the team I was with, we beat it in like 38 minutes, start to finish. So I was like, oh, people, I don't know if I got a great team. You know, I didn't go to like an LFG site. I just did like the in-game Fire Team Finder. And it was Michaelis. Um, I don't even think there was really any like chat, Xbox chat or anything. Everybody just kind of went in and did their thing. So uh, the, the most confusing part was uh, shooting clockwise or counterclockwise um like that was the 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 hardest part to communicate to the to the other the other players that's pretty good um it's definitely a very user-friendly and first-person friendly dungeon with a good story so it's it's a good start for everybody um my like uh is is uh is that crow's gone out of the tower or out of the helm, he's gone. He's no longer there. Talking about stuff, making notes. I hear whispers in the back of my helm when I load in. I'm ah, oh, it's just Crow there in the corner, talking to himself. Um, the the lore was great. The reasons and everything were 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 really good. Um, and definitely happy about that. But uh, my dislike is that Riven's gone. I was hoping she'd disappear at the end of the season. I thought all this was going to happen like at the very, very end as the finale, so she'd still hang out as the vendor. No. It's just a symbol in the room with the wall. Makes me a little sad, but uh, whatever. It is what it is. I was kind of surprised when I saw that. Yeah. Sorry. I think we had the exact same thought. You you were surprised as well? Yeah, I thought she would like stick around for a while, but... I was surprised that they were able to have two different like instances to where like one with mm-hmm. her, one without her. Yeah. I assume that's why you have to enter a portal in order uh, to get to Riven. That oh, would that would make sense. Well, the helm is its own thing anyway. So what we'll have to do is I'll have to load in with like someone that hasn't done the story and see if she's still in there for them. Yeah, Cause, cause sometimes it's like that. Oh yeah, I did. I did the story in all three of my characters on Tuesday. You've done it on bang, all bang, three. bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I wanted You're out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I stay up to monster. date on all my characters, so. Yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah, it's it, yeah, yeah, but having to solo Starcross twice because I wasn't using Finder was kind of annoying. <laughs> is there is there a reason you don't use Finder? I I just haven't used it yet. My my LFG yeah. scars are still there. I know that it's it's definitely not as bad. I know that LFG isn't as bad as as it used to be. We're not on Xbox. We're not around all that that toxicity. So I, I'm pretty sure I'll be right. fine. Um, I I did load it up once and was trying to to find a team just to fill out a team and just get it done, but like I, I looked at it. I'm like, Oh cool. And right before I clicked on it, it filled up. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So I went to the bathroom, hung out. I saw another post. I tried to click on it. Same thing. It filled up and I'm like, wow. Okay. So people are actually really using this. That's good. Um, but now I'm sad because I don't have anyone to do it with. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. I guess that is kind of the bad part is like, it doesn't, people don't wait around for their buddies to get on. Now you can kind of, just hop on there and it I have more luck with it out of matchmaking. Now I run like two full runs of the coil each week usually. That's kind of like with my amount of playtime that I have, that's like the one thing that I can pretty consistently get done. That or like a Warlord Druin, you know, something kinda to that to that effect is, is what's easiest for me. And it's been it's been really nice for that. I um uh, my dislike of the week is four more months or five more months. It's going to be a long time till June. And I'm not looking forward. Like we're going to try to bridge the gap, but some go back and doing some of these older raids, but man, it's still going to be a very long time. 
yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a while, but you know, we got the we we're doing our best. We're doing uh try to keep it fresh and, and entertaining and and see how it goes. My dislike is that uh kind of in the kind of in the vein of Jared's, uh Crucible's just it's just not real fun right now and Crucible is the thing that can keep the game going whenever like there's walls and content or delays in content, things like that. Um, Crucible is the thing that can kind of keep everything moving along at a good pace. And uh, I personally don't think Crucible is in a great spot at the moment. Yeah. I kind of wish like they would settle in on this checkmate playlist and just make that the norm, like whatever it's going to be. Yeah. And quit giving yeah, I would, people uh, so many different <laughs> options to play. Like, we don't have. Yeah. Just yeah, that's been one of the arguments you've had playing. for a long time. Is we don't have the population to split it up between eight different playlists. Yep. So it's the reason they don't run Banana and. Uh, and uh, Trials. Trials at the same time, because they just don't have the people. And it's unfortunate. I like, I wish there was enough people that we could do that. And there was at one point, but you know, it's just, it's just not at that point now. All right. Um, do we have any weapons to break down this week, Jared? Uh, no, no weapons this week. I believe that takes us to, is it war time? Yeah. I'm, you know, I think it is. That's pretty fast. Um, no half pick take this week. Uh, lore. I'm I'm gonna try to save the lore book that we just finished so that people have an extra week to finish off the story and get get settled in. Um, because the lore book just completely dropped for for the one you get for the storyline. Um. So we're gonna go with the last, the literal last two things that I have that are items with lore for this entire season that aren't lore books. And that's that is the the dawning ship and the ghost shell from the dungeon. Uh, so two little snippets of stuff that just are the last two things I got for for non lore book related things. Um, so we're gonna start off with the dawning ship, Hyra Hodos, Queen Marasov of the Reef walks the wall tonight, faintly lit by the city's celebrations. This high up, the wind pulls at her cape, beckoning her further along. The streets below along with throng with celebrants, the wake awoken among them. Earthborn, reefborn, lightbearers all gleam twilight in Mara's mind. The celebrations tonight are for the city. Mara has no wish to make herself a place in them. Instead, she walks alone and thinks of her first night of ascents. It had trickled upwards to Mara from her people, a folk holiday that eventually turned into an institution. It took decades to settle into its current form, a journey through the dark on the anniversary of the awoken exodus from the distributary. On that first night, Sure had blown in like a breeze, banging the door open, equipped as always with sturdy boots and her longbow, ready to bully her queen outdoors. She had led Mara by the hand, laughing and laughing. Mara had led her. As they walked, Sure were the strides of a tall woman used to outdoor work. Mara had the pace of a leader who primarily focused on cognitive action. The difference often slipped Seer's mind. Slow down, Mara had said as they neared the gates of the watchtower. I could carry you. Don't, Mara retorted too hastily, not stern enough to put off a woman like Seer Ido. Mara hurried through the gate before she could be picked up, Seer lunging after her, shouting, But my queen, my heart's calling is to serve you. The night continued on as they walked the asteroids side by side and through space's endless night. Reliving memories of that first journey to the reef, escaping the missiles that followed them through the wormhole, the giddy adrenaline and cool calculation needed to make it to their home. Despite the cold of the thin air, Sure radiated warmth, enormous, laughing, alive. It was Sure's hand on hers that Mara remembered most in later years, one moment tugging at Mara towards the climb, the next supporting Mara through a gully like the most courtly of nights. For many years, it was Sure at her side during the Night of Ascents. Other years, 
cauldron, eager to show Mara some new vista, some ancient treasures along the way. Twice, Riven, inspecting their masterwork together on long walks through the Dreaming City. In the reef and the Dreaming City, Mara's people celebrate together. They remember their history, enact it, making it new, returning it to life. Now she watches over the Awoken below, celebrating another holiday in a city with traditions its own. And Mara walks alone between the city and the dark outside. Now moving into the ghost shell, Zira's shell. Cold swept down from frigid mountaintops against already old stones of dark-aged castle. Winter slicked the ramparts as night fell across the European expanse. Naim stood at long and narrow bridge, helmet shielding her face from deafening wind and stinging snow. She'd left her blood-stained fingertips in old Russia, gone west until they no longer called her warlord. Here she had heard the lightbearers hunted and felled a dragon. Maybe some of its magic remained, enough to start anew. She followed the whispers through the storm and the rubble, ran her fingers over scars in the stone. This was the place the old warrior had told her to go, and so she pressed deeper into the keep until the whispers turned to words and the bones of a great beast laid at rest before her eyes. She approached the skull at the center of the skeleton. Dragon. Ahamkara. The language that filled the room ceased to be ambient. Their attention focused on her. They grew desire from her heart and passion from her blood. She spoke as if by instinct. I wish for your kindness. The whispers twisted into a hissing laughter. She almost felt the skeleton's anticipation vibrating through its dry, hollow marrow. Then it spoke to her. Kindness? There is so little left, and the cost so high. The gulf between your want and your reality. This is truly what you wish for? I've spent my power poorly, like you, to survive. That is why they hunted us, killed us. Naim stepped forward slowly. Would you rather be loved than feared? The Ahamkar bones were silent in consideration. I know the light bearer who slew you. I know you respect their determination, Naim pressed. Grant me kindness. Let us share that kindness. Let us make them love as mu us as much as we were feared. The voice focused again. Charity does not sate my hunger. Then do not be charitable. Let me face the debts of your wishes, while those who benefit live freely. The voice hissed and cackled. You would take their debts upon your head. I have so many lives to give, as the weight of their debts. Name placed a hand on the skull. Your wish is granted. I'm hoping we get more from that dungeon. Even if it's just a little thing here or there, a little mention on a weapon mm. here or there. Maybe yeah. of different wishes that were granted by, by, uh, by the dragon. Um, because... That definitely left it on like a note of, hold on, she's going to take the monkey paw for everyone. Oh, that's, okay. Because that, I mean, that's what she said. She said, let me be the one that takes their, takes the heat. Everyone else, everyone else should live normal. So that was definitely, I, I really hope we get some little snippets here and there about that. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I didn't even until you said that. I guess I'm just dumb. I, that didn't even that wasn't even like how I interpreted that to be. Um. Yeah. So hopefully, whenever uh, whenever we come back in you know the next four months, week after week after week, we have at least something a little a little tweak or something to be able to come through. Uh, like a tweak in content or like maybe content delivery or content schedule to where we are able to uh, have some more lore. Just something, they don't have to be much, just uh, just a little something, a little taste. Keep us going. All right, that is it for lore this week. I'm going to on to the mailbag. First question of the mailbag, thoughts on Starcrossed Exotic Catalyst Loop? um overall it's i mean it's pretty typical in my opinion we kind of are, are used to this so far um you gotta do it you know 
three weeks on Legend to complete the Catalyst. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean I, the loot. Uh, the extra they, chest they is the excellent. Ramps at the end. Yeah. Yeah, they. I just. I literally watched the ramp load in. I was sitting there waiting, yeah. but uh, no. There's there's so many red borders in the in the the during the quest to get the exotic that it's they're free. I think you basically get two or three red borders per legend run during the quest. So that's that's awesome. That's that's a full exotic quest. I think you're getting at least you're getting two weapons done fully, and then a little bit into a third one. And there's only four, right? There's only four different Vex weapons, so yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. All right, uh, question two: What of the exotic rotator missions is your favorite slash least favorite? Ooh. Um, I think uh, we can all agree that the the Vex one. Or the um the Vex Network one for Vex Caliber. Yeah, yeah. Is our least favorite. I think yeah. so. Yeah, and I tell you what, Hawk Moon was that one wasn't real fun either. Oh no, it's it will it's different because it's like you're, you drops you in the Thunderdome with enemies that don't immediately blow you up to death. Um unlike unlike Vex Caliber, which literally <laughs> puts puts a bunch of enemies that shoot explosive and payload at you and you have to drop into a hole like oh no oh, that's horrible it's just, a, it's just yeah. not a fun time now your favorite i mean for me it's presage i think that's awesome and like and then after you did it for was it 10 weeks the crown of sorrow was at the the bottom yeah of the mission yeah yeah, that was definitely that was pretty rad. Super cool. I think that's the longest um, lore exotic mission that we have so far. Because this one is looks like it's going to take five weeks for like a, it to fully be done. Mm, but okay. like uh, for Presage, you were finding like a thing every week for ten weeks. So it's. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, no Vex Caliber. You just you just beat it. It doesn't add any kind of lore or nothing to it. There's that like that that snippet at the end where um, in Vex Caliber where you see the the veil in the Vex network, so that the Vex were trying to simulate it, which is like scary, but also like most players don't have the context for why that's scary. Right, which oh. is fine. Yeah, we have you though, so you you just let us yeah. know. You have dummies yeah. like me now, so no, I appreciate no it. No dummies. It's, um, all right. it's all right to be a dummy. People, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with being a dummy. Uh, True. People can always go from uncultured <laughs> to cultured. It's not an issue. They can learn. It's fine. People can get better. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Question three: What is the best way to talk to your friend into playing Destiny? <laughs> Don't tell him you play Destiny. Let him discover it on the road. Man, I mean, I would uh, say if you played right now, there's what three free raids with Crota. And then King's Fall, and then um, the original Atheon. Atheon, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's the dungeons are they're not all free, right? You have to do something. Yeah, prophecy's um, free. Prophecy. Uh, Shattered free. Throne is not is not no because it's part of Forsaken, Forsaken, right? Pact. Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. uh, find the dungeon you like the best, um, and mm. give them a the give them a key. You know, Ooh, and then because dungeons, it's easier to it's easier to get somebody into a three man activity than a six. Um, noted by the fact that this is a, a three man podcast and not a six. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> very easy. So 
if you find a dungeon, like if they're like, you know, I really like this enemy type and you're like, okay, cool. You like the Vex. Let's get into, let's get into a Vexy dungeon. I know exactly where we're going. Um, and then make it work. But, uh, you know, give them a key. It's going to cost you like 20 bucks. They already, they got the game for free. Give them a thing that they want to play with you. Um, and then you'll have fun. And if they don't like it, you know, if they end up not, not being big fans and you know, whatever, find another game you guys can play. It's fine. I, uh, I would say catch a sell on the DLCs. Like if, if you really want a homie to play with you and you're willing to spend like 20 bucks, catch like a good sell on the DLCs and, uh, and just pick them up for him. And then they're probably going to have a little bit of like, Oh, they bought this for me. I need to play it with them. But you know, you don't have to start, you know, you can catch like Lightfall. I would recommend the newest content first, as opposed to the older stuff. So like Lightfall, you can some you can catch it on sale for like twenty bucks, you know. And they, they don't need to necessarily have like um like the deluxe edition with all the previous season passes and stuff. I mean, if you catch a good sale on it, it's obviously worth it that's going to open up like all those activities in the helm uh for them yeah. to do or whatever um so like that would be the ideal but you know it's sometimes it's easier to make a, a 20 dollar investment instead of a 40 dollar investment as far as like what your like comfort level is of just like uh your impulse purchase price you know it's a lot easier for me to spend like i'll spend 20 dollars on anything but you get up to 40 and i'm going to be like well I probably yeah. shouldn't, you know. Yeah. And spending uh, $20 to, to play a game with the homie, like you would do that for an indie game or anything like that that has multiplayer. And you're like, hey, man, let's play this. Let's do that. It's 20 bu- It's 20 bucks. I got you a game. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll play that. You know, and you, you know, it'll be a fun time. All right. Uh, best wing flavor. I assume we're talking about food here. Um, I'm just going to say hot barbecue. I've got 20 of them in the fridge for after this, uh, after this podcast. So I've been thinking about them for a while. Not going to (laughs) lie. Um, classic Buffalo, like, there's a touch spicier than classic buffalo is my favorite right now. Mm, okay. 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 I'm down. I'm down with that. Um, I'm a I'm a big lemon pepper guy. Mm. Like I I love lemon pepper. I'm st- I'm still new to the wing too. game. I'm not. I'm not super duper big on them. Um, plus they're expensive out here in Cali, man. We do have a B dubs, yeah. but uh, it's not in a super convenient place for me. So, how far away is it? It's. Let's see here. I think if I got off at a certain stop, it's like a mile walk. And get to it. I don't know. That's a. That's, you know. I understand. I haven't checked not the group who. At all. Yeah. 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 Do you have Wingstop out there? Um, I hear good things about Wingstop, but I, I have as well, but not not in my area of town. No. Okay. I know that there is there is there is there is one like in between me and work, but it's like mm. in a weird spot that isn't like actually in between it. It's like I, if I took a different route, it would be, but I don't take that that route. But uh, let's see. So yeah, lemon pepper is a definite yes. Uh, regular buffalo. I've, I'll have to see if they have a hot barbecue. Is it? Is it a B Dub's thing? Yeah. Yes. But those other okay. spots yeah. barbecue sauce is out. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I mean, if if Ryan's recommending the B Dub's one, yeah. I'm gonna have to try the B Dub's one. <laughs> oh, dude, that um, that B Dub's hot barbecue. Is and then there's a fire. Yeah. There's a there's a wing place by my work that we sometimes order for like uh, for our department. Um, they have what they call dirty ranch, which is just their in-house mm. ranch mixed with uh, mixed with their buffalo sauce. Yeah, it's good. Dirty ranch. We're good. 
Yeah, it's just like a mix. So it's like it's like you already dunked your wings into into the ranch. It's pretty great. And then you just dunk them again in the ranch. All right, I think it's time for the random number. Yes, sure is. All right, so we are going to do, as always, three on the third one is the number. Uh, what's your guys' number? 28. 24. Uh, 62 for our homie stew. Click one, click two, and it is four. Four, the number mm. is four. If you hit number four, make sure you tweet us at Destiny CC Pod. Tell us that you hit the number. There might be a prize for you. Um, so um, that's the end of the show this week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Send us a bunch of friend requests so we can play games together. Um, you know, have fun. Just this game's not life or death right now. Get in, do your stuff, get out, play other games. Don't burn yourself out. Don't be in March and April hating this game so much that you don't want to play the new content when it comes out in June. So I'm going to let these other two guys sign off. So Destiny is dead right now, should I say? Uh, But we'll make it alive by doing fun stuff together as a group. So if you want to do fun stuff together, hit us up. Yeah, and if you have any lore questions... um... I have, uh, I need help. We're going to have a lot of months where there's going to be nothing. And uh, there's not a lot of lore based on the witness. So I'm going to need, if you guys have questions or things you want to go deep dive into, I'm more than happy to do to do that. If, if I know about it already off the top, super awesome. If I have to do a deep dive even better, I'd rather look into the books and do some research. All right. Don't forget, this would be a very good week to check out our YouTube channel. I think you will be in for a nice surprise if you do. Uh, As always, go Cats. Love you guys.